And that's what the fight encompassed. It was like everybody, regardless of religion and regardless of uh, your spiritual belief, at the end of the day, he was just preaching that everybody, we are, to all black people, we are black people, first and foremost. Like, right. And even if America's not gonna accept us, we gotta start accepting ourselves. Hey everyone, welcome back to Netflix Roulette, the show where I, your host, Kate Hughesby, and a random guest every week will randomly select something off of Netflix, review it, let you know if it's something you should watch or something you should not watch. And today I am joined by the first person to show up on the show for the second time, Robert Butler III, also known as RB3, also known as the mind behind First Cut. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. How are you doing today? Bro, man, I'm happy to be here, man. I mean, I'm not the only mind behind it, of course. There's Andres and Sabrina, but, you know, we're here to, uh, I actually am really excited uh, about this one today because we're doing something very special. Actually, I'm excited to do this, like, in person because I think this show could, like, really be cool, like, doing it in person. Yeah, because this is the first uh, in-person Netflix roulette that we've done uh, that wasn't with my brother in quarantine um, because... Even though coronavirus is still here, you know, we are taking the risk. <laughs> We're risking it all. We're risking it all for this content, you guys. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit that like button. Comment down below. Um, but yeah, Robert, why don't you go ahead and explain to the audience today what this special edition of Netflix Roulette is and what it means. Well, you know, um, Netflix is obviously um, a huge streaming platform that is massively successful that's kind of the basis of our show. And, you know, recently they did a, a whole movement to show solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement where they created a whole subgenre in um, the Netflix category that is uh, revolving around Black Lives Matter films. So, um, you know, a lot of strong black leads and, and people, you know, and a lot of different avenues and documentaries and TV shows and narrative films that all address different issues of black history and Black Lives Matter and the importance of the Black Lives Matter movement. So, um, you know, normally when we do the show, it's like a random selection of like the particular uh, like you know genre or sub subcategory in Netflix. But uh, you know, today we just decided since this is an important movement, this is the new civil rights movement that we're seeing in front of our eyes. We can't help but to celebrate it, even on a cinematic level. So let's just take the opportunity that Netflix gave us and celebrate these Black Lives Matter films in the, in the category that they have arranged. And yeah, yeah we, and we it's, just draw it's, from there. It's good to know that Netflix, you know, is on the right side of history here. Um, yeah. Always sort of trying to do the right thing with shows like Dear White People, trying to educate their audience, um, which is great. And I think like having this on the front page of Netflix will hopefully do that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I hope that on a deeper level, like this isn't just like a publicity stunt and Hopefully they do involve more black creators and all that kind of stuff. Obviously, they show that they have with all these movies by Ava DuVernay and Spike Lee productions that they've backed. So, you know, they obviously have shown, like, they support black creators, and we appreciate them for that. I hope they continue to do that. I hope they strengthen their agenda in doing that, which I'm, I'm sure they have. Uh, speaking of which, I did write a review for The Five Bloods, the new Spike Lee movie um, that Netflix just put out. I wrote a review for that for Geeks of Color. I got to see it early and I got to write a review for it. So make sure you check out that review down below. It's an interesting Spike Lee movie that I think is also fascinating. It's also in this category, so we might end up stumbling upon it 
<laughs> we can end up watching. I end up watching it again. But yeah, that's, um, that's what's fun about Netflix too. That is random. So there will be a link to that article in the description. Also in the article will be links to ways that you can help support the Black Lives Matter movement. So uh, we'll jump right into our special edition of Netflix Roulette here. Um, so how we're going to do it, since we already have our random category, is we're going to spin a wheel with okay. a number of rows in the category. And then once we land on a row, we'll spin the wheel again for the number of titles, and then we'll land on something eventually. Okay, okay. So I think uh, we'll have you spin the wheel first. Okay. If you want to just go All for right, that. here we go. Let's go with this start. Oh, shoot. That oh, hit the wrong thing. That okay. is... We're gonna that looks that like a, a, a malware of some sort. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry if I gave you a computer. I think, uh, yeah, you um, just gave him a computer virus. That's cool, though. I, lost um, I think you just click it. There we go, there we go, there we go, there Look we go. Look at that wheel go. Yeah. And looks like we're going into row three. Three, okay. So row three. rows are the ones that go down, right? Yeah. Okay, so this is an interesting row so far. One, two, three. So in this row, we have self made. Interesting, I've watched that. I've seen that, I really like that. Moonlight, amazing. Yeah. Uh, the Innocence Files, I haven't seen that. Okay, okay. Time with, that says Time, the Khalif Browder story, Malcolm X, and All-American. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I am so curious, because I think I've seen literally all of these, except for <laughs> like maybe two of them, but they're all so different, so I, 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 I'm curious on what we land on here. Okay, so there's six titles in this row. So we're going to take the wheel down to six. I'm going to hit spin. You got it, you got it. Big money, big money, big money, big money, big money, big money. Oh! Oh! Five. Okay, so we'll be watching <laughs> Malcolm X! Oh, no! Oh, my goodness! <laughs> all right, so Malcolm X is literally one of my favorite movies of all time. It's almost four hours long. Uh, so I've actually seen this a bajillion times, and I'm happy to see it again. Have you seen Malcolm X? I have, but it was so long ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to have a lot to talk about, I'm sure, at the other end of this. Okay, uh, so this is uh, this is going to be the movie we're watching this week, you guys. Um, unless you want to spin it again. <laughs> three hours. <laughs> No, I think this is, uh, this is yeah, I think we could, we could, we could watch this. I think we could celebrate this. Okay, cool. For sure. Cool, cool, cool. I'm excited. I recently started, uh, watching the Solving the Murder of Malcolm X. Oh, we killed Malcolm X, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's really cool, too. So yeah, uh, I'm excited to see, like, this, this fictionalized version. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, guys, we will be watching Malcolm X, and we will see you right after this. Do you know where you came from? What's your name? Malcolm Little. No. That's the name of the slave masters who own your family. You don't even know who you are. Who are you? Say, Roseland. Roseland. He was a pusher, a hustler, a thief. You ready to tackle the streets? Yeah, I'm ready. Let him come. <laughs> Respected, convicted. State your number, little. I forgot. In a dream that's divine. He was a prisoner who set himself free. 
A Muslim must be strikingly upright. I will not touch the white man's drugs, his liquor, his women. So that those in the darkness can see the power of the light. I will not lie, cheat, or steal. I believe you will remain faithful. Yes. He was a follower who became a leader. You're not an American. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. He brought honor to disobedience. I suggest you look outside that window. You've been laying down and bowing down for 400 years. I think it's time to stand up. All right, break it up. You got what you wanted. No, I'm not satisfied. That's too much power for one man to have. And a voice to a people who long to be heard. You've been you're saying you're anti-white. No, you're saying I'm anti-white. I'm sorry, Betty. I haven't been the best husband. Do you advocate violence? No, sir. Academy Award winner Denzel Washington's most electrifying performance. Director Spike Lee's most powerful film. Malcolm, can we all live together? I sincerely hope so. Alright guys, so we just got back from watching Malcolm X. And... Robert, thoughts? Yeah, no, I mean, this is, as I said before, like, this is absolutely one of my favorite movies, like, of all time. I think this is, like, one of Spike Lee's masterpieces. A lot of people put Do the Right Thing up there, but I personally put Malcolm X. I mean, as you can see, like, we're both, like, pretty emotional by, like, the ending with the assassination. <laughs> and, you know, they did a really moving montage that um, Spike Lee is, like, famous for the montage. So every montage he does is, like, pretty famous for, like, being really beautiful and well-constructed. So they did a montage towards the end, and it had another montage of Kiss saying, I am Malcolm X, I am Malcolm X. Like, it just repeatedly shows tribute and respect and um, appreciation for the work that Malcolm X put forth as a leader and as a pioneer for um, for black history. And, and yeah, I feel like um, they don't teach Malcolm X um, to the extent that I feel like it needs to be covered in schools. And I think this movie is such a great, like, extensive, like, dense, like, very real, um, Robert was telling me throughout the movie, like, this really happened, this wasn't, you know, someone was fictionalized or dramatized, but, I mean, it is, like, a, based on his autobiography. Yeah, based on the autobiography of Malcolm X, yeah, and it's, um, it's really, um, you know, for as much as, you know, Spike Lee's a storyteller and he has style and has a lot of moments that are very reflective of, like, his cinematic kind of, you know, um, flamboyancy. I think this movie also does a really good job of like honing in on the message of Malcolm X, honing in on the message of uh, of what he represented from the beginning, where he was beginning as a you know with the Nation of Islam and then his transformation and his pilgrimage and his journey and rediscovering what it meant to be a Muslim um, and and what it meant to be like a humanitarian and you know to understand what unity represented. So it's an incredible journey. I mean, I think this is, again, like from a, from a movie standpoint, like everything about this movie is just like absolutely perfect. Like from the editing to 
everything about it, even like the behind the scenes story of like how this, they couldn't even like barely get it funded. So they had to go to different people and different celebrities to like raise money, like kind of in the way that independent cinema is now. So it's just a really beautiful um, and, uh, summary and really beautiful um, narrative of the great leader that Malcolm X was. Yeah, and it's like these, uh, this, this really is a movie that encapsulates his entire life. Because starting out in the beginning of the story with his upbringing and uh, learning about, um, it just shows like patterns of behavior that he was always constantly trying to improve upon and like always trying to grow and learn from things and like the, the just the pure defiance of his character is like, he, this guy like, he really does have like a sort of superhero arc to his real life story, you know? Growing up, being separated from his family, um, you know, yeah. feeling just totally yeah. out of place. His father being murdered, like, you know, by the yeah. KKK. And a lot of, you know, a lot of his early adulthood where he was like a hustler, drug dealer. I mean, this movie kind of touched on it uh, a little bit towards the first hour of the movie. But yeah, he was really out there. Um, he was really out there. And, and it's amazing to see how much he was able to be rehabilitated by the nation of Islam like through his through his journey like in prison so it's um it just goes to show what education can do and what you know he started reading a lot of books he started reading a lot and understanding a lot more about the culture around him and that's what really led to like this awakening of what his perspective was ultimately going to like represent so and it's such a great American story too because like like the whole movie is just a showcase of how America is like a racist country fundamentally like yeah in the courtroom when He's getting charged, um, yeah. uh, and the two white girls get two years in prison for the same crime he and his friend get like eight years, eight to yeah. ten years, like fourteen counts, you know. Yeah, the full, yeah. You know, they the full thing. Yeah. And, and and then like the time in prison is actually what forms him as a like as this hero, you know, because the mentor character that he had in prison and sort of like realizing that he had just been running from his identity and sort of trying to like, you know, just sort of make like assimilate. His, assimilate and make yeah. his way and like, you know, the way he was doing his hair and everything. And, um, the, the growth through prison is like, he comes out of prison and sort of wants to share that growth with the entire world, you know, and like moreover, like the black Islam community in America. Yeah. And like the the portrayal of like the, the romances and it's cool how like the different acts like each had sort of not like the same um, characters but like they had like different iterations of like people in his life that would come up and like he wasn't ready for the girl at first and then like by the end like he has a full family and like you know he has like such great spiritual beliefs and yeah, it's uh, his transformation throughout the movie is like what really stuck with me the most. Yeah, no, definitely. I think so too, and I think that's why like this movie is uh, one of the best like movies ever. I think that's why Denzel. I think this is the best Denzel performance he ever. Denzel, had. he killed it. Like he's not even. It's almost like not even calling him Denzel. He just feels like Malcolm X. Right. Like, 
he just feels like that commanding leader. He just like like perfectly blends into like that role that you've always associated Malcolm X as. And it's funny because like, you know, I think that with Spike Lee's like direction, like the way he was commanding, like one of my favorite scenes is like when he was commanding all of the uh, the brothers uh, to command and walk through uh, to the hospital at the police station after they saw um, the Johnson guy get uh, brutalized by the police. And then they walk over to the hospital and make sure he's okay. And like you see like the commandment of people that are just walking and you just see like them all marching and it just feels like very relevant. It feels like very 2020. And yeah. the fight that they were having back then is the same fight we're having now. It was the line of police and then the line of yeah, uh, yeah. Malcolm X's people, the, the freedom yeah. fighters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, it was all of, and that's what the fight encompassed. It was like everybody, regardless of religion and regardless of uh, your spiritual belief, at the end of the day, he was just preaching that everybody, we are, to all black people, we are black people, first and foremost. Like, right. And even if America's not going to accept us, we got to start accepting ourselves. Yeah, so. it's like embrace who you are, you know, like you need to think for yourself. And I think that's something that he definitely inspired in people. Yeah. So yeah, overall, man, I'm glad we, we watched this one. This is a perfect, like, Black Lives Matter movie. I think this is one of my favorite Spike Lee movies. Everyone needs to go see this if yeah. they haven't. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Spike Lee has a great collection of um, Netflix films. Uh... You know, he has Malcolm X, he has this other movie called Get On The Bus, that's uh, highly recommended too, came out in 1996, four years after this movie. He has also, um, he has also a Rodney King documentary, that's a Netflix exclusive, and The Five Bloods, which is like available right now, so you gotta make sure to check out all these, all these uh, Spike Lee classics that they got uh, available. And uh, what, what can we expect coming up on uh, First Cut? Oh, uh, so, the... yeah, I mean, we still, we're still working on uh, getting more guests. I mean, we don't know exactly what's happening, but, you know, we have the King of uh, Staten Island review that just came out, and it should have came out by the time this video came out, so I think that's what it's going to be. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, so, and then we also got the meaning of Roger Deakins, you know, the old dude who shot uh, 1917 and um, all of the, 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 the uh, Sam Mendes movies and yeah. like that. Sam yeah, Sam Mendes' best friend. Yeah, I don't know if they're best friends, but also with the Coen brothers. He's probably close to friends with the Coen brothers. Oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall. Cool, exciting. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne's on there. My, my boy Dwayne. So make sure y'all check that out, y'all. Well, thank you, Rob, for coming on for this special edition of Netflix Roulette. And um, everyone out there, please remember to use your voices to fight for justice and peace uh, and to defund the police. All right, everyone. This has been Netflix Roulette. See you.